Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. What's up, guys? Welcome back to One Broke Actress. This is an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learn in the process. If you are watching this on YouTube, welcome back to the channel. If you're listening to this on a podcast, welcome back to the One Broke Actress podcast. A goal I have for the new year is to do a lot of different content on all of the platforms, so no matter how you like to ingest content, you have access to it. So that's what we're doing today. We're testing it out, seeing how it's going. I will report back by the end of this video how I feel about recording podcast content with a screen that I can see myself on. <laughs> so basically, I wanted to make a video and a podcast all about what the fuck we actually do during the holidays and how to actually rest. I did a quick search on YouTube of videos about how to actually rest over the holidays and it was kind of shocking how few videos there were. In fact, most of the ones that exist are from local news network pieces and most of them are selling you something which I didn't love. So we're gonna do one today and I'm gonna center it towards actors because a lot of you listening to this and a lot of people who find me are often actors who are very type A. We want to keep working in our career. We're always looking for the next thing we're supposed to work on. What should we be focusing on? What can I do with my time? And that is a lot of energy to have during the holidays because there's not a lot to do. Most productions shut down. Most people who are working look forward to this break so they don't have to check their email every second. So they can step away from work, so they can enjoy time with family and friends because if you have been on a major set, especially for multiple days in a row, you know that 12, 14, 16, even longer days are the norm and that back-to-back -back schedule really roughs people up. So when shows are shooting, when movies are shooting, these are great times that people look forward to to actually take breaks. And I want you guys to think about that because that is the people we want to be. We want to be people who are coming off of set to take a break for the holidays. And I want you to start living the life you want to live as if you were already working, as if you were already working on a set. Because setting yourself up for that now and getting used to that and taking care of yourself in the process is only gonna serve you more when you actually are there. And that is something that I personally struggled with previously and still work with now, the concept of building the life I want even though I might not have gotten there yet. Sometimes I feel like I, it feels impossible, right? It feels like the idea of being a series regular is so far away. Sometimes some of you out there are thinking like, I haven't even booked a co-star yet. Like the idea of a series regular is wild. And I totally get that. But as we transitioned out of the pandemic, whatever level you want to speak about that to each his own. But like, as we made those moves in 2021, I started to build the life I wanted to live between seasons, between episodes, between movies, on hiatus. I wanted to build that life separately. Well, and all of those things that you would do in that time are still taking care of yourself, are still up in your acting career. But this is a really roundabout way of saying, I want you to start living the life you want now with or without someone else's permission that you are on their set. So today we're gonna go over a couple concepts of how to actually enjoy your holidays because this is gonna happen every single year. There's gonna be time, there's gonna be open space, and if you feel like you haven't booked anything, 
or you're not working hard enough or you're judging yourself, it's gonna be real hard to rest and relax when everyone else is telling you. So let's get into it. The first thing I wanna talk about is releasing any shame and guilt you feel about not having worked enough this year. I understand the pressure of going home, of going to see your friends, of going to celebrations when you feel like you have nothing to contribute or share. There's also an added aspect of this for actors because a lot of times when you go home to family and friends, they want evidence and proof that you are living your life as an actor. And if you don't have a piece on their favorite show on ABC, they might not believe you're an actor. But you have to know you're an actor. I know it's really easier said than done, but you have to release any shame or guilt or feelings of like not enoughness that you might have developed this year about your career. You have to let that go. For some reason, at the end of the year, people start posting, especially in January, like buckle up, we'll do a New Year's episode, but people are gonna start posting like, I auditioned X amount of times and I booked this many jobs and I did this and I did that. I hate that stuff because most of the time people aren't giving you numbers that you can do anything with because you don't know their agents, you don't know their quality of work, you don't know the things they have going for them, you don't know their connections, you don't know what else is beyond just the numbers that you see. And when you have that mental comparison shift of like, oh man, that person got like 100 auditions and I got like 27, like... And that's, I'm like, I'm clearly not working hard enough. What do they have that I don't have? And then it turns into a whole spiral. And around the holidays, we're asked to show some sort of weird proof that like, yes, Aunt Cheryl, I am in fact an actor, even though you haven't seen me on TV yet. And you have to practice that. You have to practice believing that you are an actor now and you have to release yourself of any guilt you have of not doing quote unquote enough work this year. If there are actual things that come to mind that you're like, oh, I should have taken a class. I should have tried to get a theatrical agent. I should, whatever that is, sure, make that list, get that out on paper somewhere and put it away as goals for next year because nobody is going to sign you as a new client on Christmas fucking day. Nobody is going to like be like, oh my God, this is the actor I've been looking for on New Year's Eve. They're gonna be out with their family and friends. You don't want someone who's a workaholic, you guys, because those people are really hard to work with. Please take it from me. You want to have reps in your corner who are real people with real lives outside of this business too. And we, they want to have time off. So this is not the time to submit to agents. This like two to three week hiatus between like the 22nd or so of, of December and like this fifth or sixth of January, that's like your time. And you get to rest and relax regardless of what you booked or didn't book or earned or didn't earn. And you have to release that shame and guilt now or else you're never gonna be able to enjoy it, ever. That is the number one thing we need to relax is to release any guilt of woulda, shoulda, coulda. We have to let that shit go. Maybe that means journaling on it. Maybe that means calling someone that you know and respect and love in the business and sharing your thoughts and your feelings about it so you can verbally process it and let it go. Maybe you make a list of goals, like I said, for next year. Whatever it is that you need to do to get that shit out of your system, do it. Or else you're never, ever 
gonna be able to relax over the holidays. Point number two, let's ease ourselves out of the need of capitalism for just a minute. What I mean by that is you don't owe everyone presents. If you have been around One Broke Actress before, you know my opinion on agent and manager gifts. Lovely if you can afford them and you've made good money with your reps this year. If not, write them a thank you note and have it scheduled send in your email on like December 21st when they're still in the office and they're still checking their emails. We don't have to buy gifts for everyone. This includes casting directors. This includes your family. This includes your friends. No one is sitting around thinking, man, I can't believe that I didn't get a gift from Sam Valentine this year. No one is thinking about you as much as you are thinking about you. So make a list instead of people you would like to thank from this year. This could be a casting director who called you in multiple times. This could be your agents and managers. This could be someone on social media who made a big impact on you. And when I say that, I don't mean that you need to write me a thank you note. That is not what I mean. I'm thinking of like people who run clubhouses that have made a difference. Or if there are content creators, sure, you can write me a thank you note if you want, but like that is not the point of the sentence. What I mean is that like, I want you to make a list of people that you're grateful for and actually why. Because when we get lost in the midst of, oh, I owe so-and-so a present or, oh, I, I need to send them this thing or whatever it is, we then lose the point of the time because there's no reasoning behind the gifting. And the saying, it's the thought that counts, it's the thought that counts. So if you do wanna get presents for people in your life, amazing. Get them a meaningful gift. I sure hope you've done it or thought about it already because this is coming out in December and I feel like we're past this. But if you haven't, make a list of meaningful people you actually wanna give to. And if there are people on your list that you're like, I would love to have gotten them something but I don't have the money, great, write them a really nice note. Nobody ever got mad that they got a kind note from someone. And just like a hot little tip, if that someone has an office and you know for a fact they're in that office and you have the address, which you can always ask your agents or managers for, by the way, they're gonna open that way more likely than they're gonna open an unsolicited email or a postcard. So keep that in mind. So that's number two. Number three on my list of ways to rest and relax over the holidays as a working actor are to actually make some plans. Now, some of you are thinking like, this is my rest and relax time, I don't make any plans, I'm an over planner. I totally get that and I am too, but I know myself. And I know that when I just plan nothing, I fizzle and I spiral. <laughs> <laughs> I spiral so hard because left alone with me and my thoughts, I will start to find things to pick at. Your brain is a natural problem solver. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be able to sit with your thoughts alone because that's a different conversation. You should be able to do that. But we have like two to three weeks of time where we're like, relax. This is your relax time. You have to relax. And it's like all oh, this pressure to fucking relax. And it's so hard to do. So instead, I recommend making plans that make you happy. For example, I have a friend I've been meaning to get coffee with forever. She lives on the other side of town. I haven't been able to see her. We're actually gonna go hiking in the week before Christmas because I have free time and that makes me really happy. I also know traffic is not gonna be as bad because a lot of people leave LA around Christmas time. Make plans to do things that actually light you up. I know this sounds counterintuitive to make plans for things 
on rest and relaxation time. But if your only rest and relaxation thing is like binging Netflix, you're gonna feel like a bag of shit after 14 days. I know you are. And I know you're gonna have to probably, most of you are gonna have to work in between then at some point. Or you're at home with family and friends, you're like back at your parents' house or something like that. And you're gonna wanna have a few things on the schedule. I recommend things that bring you joy and they don't need to be big activities. They can be free. Maybe you're someone who really likes wrapping presents with your mom. Put that in the schedule. Be like, mom, when are we wrapping presents? I've been looking forward to it. Put things on your schedule that really light you up and make you happy during this time. And that is another version of rest, doing things you might not have time for in your day-to-day life. Now, if you are someone who is living, for example, in Los Angeles and your family is like back home in Ohio and you are like, I'm stuck here working or house setting or I'm kind of alone for the holidays, most of my friends are gone, here is my suggestion because that can get really lonely and that can really mess with your mental health. And then you feel the need to be productive and the need to be working and you totally miss out on like the open fun time. So my recommendation is to make a big list of things that you actually enjoy about the holidays. Are you someone who loves building gingerbread houses? When you were a kid, did you always go ice skating with your family? When your family is together, is there a certain meal they make every holiday that makes you happy? Make a big list of things you actually like about the holidays because I know some people just don't love this time. There's pressure, there's a lot going on. And when you do something once a year, by the time you get to that date, a lot of things have changed in your life. Meaning a lot of you might've lost someone this year or you lost your life situation or things have changed drastically. And if you try to just be in the same place you were in a previous year because it's the holidays and you have to, it's going to feel really, really hard. It's going to be super trying on your mental health. So I would make a list of these things that you actually really do enjoy about the holidays, like I said, and then go through them and find ways that you can do them no matter where you are, no matter what state you're in. If you live alone and you are stuck in your city during the holidays and you don't have a lot of friends or family around and your favorite thing in the world to do in the whole world was like decorating the Christmas tree, make a tree. Put up a tree in your house. Find a little shitty one on the street. Make ornaments out of paper. I don't care what it is. Find a way to bring that holiday season to you no matter where you are in ways that light you up. Some people hate tree decorating because they hate cleaning it up whatever. Like whatever is your thing that makes you happy. Maybe it's that certain dish. Maybe your family always made, like my family always makes corn casserole. Hi, I'm from the Midwest. If you've never had it, it is delicious. My grandma is a rock star at corn casserole and we make it every year. The first year I was in LA, I stayed here to work a waitressing shift and I was really lonely. The one thing I made, which Again, it gets a little sad, but like the one thing I made myself for Christmas dinner that year was a little tiny corn casserole. And it made me so happy because I made it and I did the thing and I brought the holidays to myself. So find things that light you up about this time that make you happy, which happiness is a piece of rest and relaxation. It's not the whole thing, right? And happiness is like, the definition is super dependent on the person. So like, let's not get into that myriad of issues. Find things that you look forward to and enjoy and ways you can bring them about into your year. And that is something I would recommend when I said make plans, put that in your plans. 
put those happy, enjoyable activities in your plans. So it does feel a little lightly productive, but in a way that is like filling your soul instead of like filling your resume or filling your bank account. This is just as, if not more, important. Tip number four, please, please join me in doing a content consumption vacation. I am personally getting off all socials for two weeks from like the day before Christmas Eve until after New Year's Eve, I'm out. I am not participating, I'm not opening the apps, I'm gonna move them on my phone to a folder. I, hell, I might even have someone change my password so I can't try and get in them. I personally, as someone who is on them for work and for play, I am at a point where I need a bit of a break. And I think it's important, especially for actors in this time, to just try and be present. And I know we all hate that so much because it feels like there's nothing productive about being present, right? There's no like, what, what am I doing? What am I participating in? And I get that and it's really easier said than done. But just like I said, put joyous, happy things on your calendar. I recommend removing your apps from being part of those things. I used to do this and I used to talk about like, I'm taking an Instagram break or whatever. And then I would schedule send posts to my Instagram that would just post without me even opening the app, like on an app like later or something like that. But this year I'm not even doing that because I wanna help encourage others to just vacate the platforms completely. Because not only do we need a break, there is also a world in which we get mad FOMO because it looks like other people are relaxing better. Other people are enjoying the holidays better. Like somebody is doing it differently than us or they're having more fun or like, look, they're with their family in matching pajamas and like, I barely have a family. Or like, look at all those gifts that person got or like, God bless, you know that algorithm loves to promote a engagement post more than anything in the world. Do you know that? Do you know Instagram? Like things like engagement and wedding posts, it's like one of the number one things they promote. Yeah, that's why you feel like someone's always getting engaged. It's not scientific data, but I'm pretty sure it's true. So join me in hopping off. It's gonna make me real happy. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's something that like, it sounds doable for you, even if you do it for a couple of days, get off there. Get off the FOMO train, get off the what everyone else is doing train, and just be wherever you are, because it's going to add a lot of mental rest to your overall time off. And I think that is so good for actors to find their creativity off of the screen, at least for a short period of time. And that's coming from a content creator, right? I'm very aware that I am on like every freaking platform and doing stuff all of the time, but it's really extra important to me and anyone else who does this, by the way, to take a break from that type of creativity. And my last and final tip on how to relax and rest as a working actor over the holidays is to do whatever you have to do to convince yourself that rest is productive. I know you guys, I know you, cause you're me and we are us. <laughs> and we have a need to be productive at all times. We have a need to especially be productive when we have downtime. Trust me, it is something I am trying to work on this year, next year, indefinitely. My need to be productive is high, and I think you guys all found me because you're that way too, especially as actors who are often told that we are the producers, we should be making stuff, we should be learning, we should be getting better, da 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 
that role, I get it, but also rest is productive. Whether that means sleeping in, whether that means making the gingerbread house, whether that means taking time off of your phone, rest is productive. You can Google it, you can read books on it, you can watch YouTube videos on it, there's podcasts, consume that type of media. Especially if you're someone who's taking a content break and you're like, I cannot handle not consuming any content, bookmark a bunch of stuff that tells you how productive rest is and how good for you it is and how necessary it is for creatives. It is so important. So do whatever it is you have to do to believe this, not just now, but indefinitely. There's a reason that we take breaks. There's a reason holidays exist. There's a reason that people go on hiatus because they need to take some rest. If we are always on and never off, then are we even on? Yeah, that's a little bit of a thinker moment. <laughs> but I'm serious, I think everyone is told, especially in a business that is very much internally fueled, that Rest is like a piece of the thing and it's something you're supposed to do, but you have to figure out what that means for you because my rest looks different than someone else's rest. I can't watch more than like two shows in a row, but I start to like climb the walls. I can't, I'm not a binge watcher person. It doesn't feel like productive rest to me, but playing a game of chess and trying out a new recipe and walking my dogs, that feels like productive rest to me. Sleeping in until seven, which as a household where we get up at five way too often, that is productive rest to me. FaceTiming someone I haven't spoken to in a while while I'm laying on the couch in sweatpants, that is productive rest to me. Do whatever it is you need to do to figure out what makes rest feel productive for you. And then as soon as you figure that out, shut that boundary. We don't need to have everyone else's opinion after you figure out what works for you. If you're like, Sam, I think you're crazy. I love binging Netflix and it makes me happy and I'll call my friends and we'll talk about the show after. Freaking great. Do that. Please do that. I would, I would love like a TV watching show where you and your friends all get together or like on Zoom and you talk about like the season you just watched over the break. That actually sounds really fun. You should do that. I think that's... That's a really good idea. But whatever it is to you, and you have to believe it, just saying it out loud and just deciding to do it, just putting on your calendar, isn't the same as actually believing it. And this does not make you lazy. This does not make you unproductive. And this does not mean that like, as soon as the new year starts, you gotta come roaring back and like make up for lost time. No, the business is off for a reason. Things are gonna be probably quiet in January cause like it's a slow roll back into work and then there's usually Sundance and then we start pilot season where like the A-list actors start going out, which we'll talk about pilot season another time. But this continuation of enjoying rest and relaxation and finding what it is for you is something you're gonna do ongoing. And it's not something I also just want you to do during this time. I want this to be a part of your day-to-day -day life. It should be a part of your week, to be honest. Like rest, I mean, I turn off at a certain time of day. I'm like, I'm not good at this hour. I do not like taking calls past 4.30. My dogs go for a walk at five. I clean up, make dinner, do my life. We'll do a video on my schedules at some point for fun, but I, I like that life. 
I like the life that I'm living and I want you to be able to enjoy the one you're living too without feeling constantly like you're supposed to be doing more and learning to rest and learning that it is already earned whether you feel it or not is a huge part of that. I hope you guys enjoyed this video or podcast, however you chose to consume it. I would love to hear your ideas of rest on my latest Instagram post, or if you're watching this on YouTube, I would love you to drop in the comments how you rest and relax, especially over the holiday season. If you guys have any questions for me, please let me know. Like I said, I will be vacating the premise from like December 23rd to like January 6th. I'm gonna go play some chess with my husband. I'm gonna walk my dogs and bake random Christmas food and decorate stuff and just exist as a person. And I hope you have a fantastic holiday season and I will talk to you very soon.